All right. Welcome back. We are now together talking again. Another podcast, another opportunity to discuss things. Um, how's your week been, Noah? It's this brief rundown of what's been going on. It's been pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a week in the word that started mm-hmm. last Saturday and went through Thursday morning. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I found I'm not a super big fan of trying to do group things through um calls when I don't know people in the group already. I would agree with that. Yeah. How have you felt about calls in general? Do you enjoy the Zoom thing? <laughs> uh, in general, no. But when I'm like talking with just one person, it's pretty mm-hmm. epic because it's just like I'm still having a conversation with this person. But I'm okay with phone calls more so than doing video chats because mm-hmm. normally when you do a video chat, it's like your all your attention is on this, mm-hmm. which can work. And it works fine for this, works well for this. But when you do a phone call, you can be like talking while you're in the car, right? And that's a big bonus to me, I suppose. How about how about yourself? How, how have you felt about the whole video chatting thing? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of video chat because I feel like it's kind of forced communication in some ways. One of the things I enjoy about being on a call with someone, just like a phone call, is that you can be doing something else. But kind of like you're saying, you need to focus your full attention on watching a screen, which obviously is not as entertaining as being there in person. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Indeed. And in person, it feels more okay to fidget with stuff. But on a video chat, sometimes I get this like idea or this expectation that like, oh, I have to just be sitting there doing nothing while mm-hmm. talking to this person, which like, okay, maybe I should be just sitting there doing nothing while I'm talking to people anyway. But I don't know. I just end up like messing with stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so how did you finish off this last school year? Uh, I finished well, thankfully. It's one of those weird things being done with a year of school. Yeah. Dude, I guess I passed our... all my classes. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with our first year of college. We are indeed. We're sophomores. It's so weird yeah. to think we're no longer the babies on campus. Haha. <laughs> freshman nerds. <laughs> I would not want to be a freshman right now. It'd be and so awkward. I. Oh, dude. Yeah. Today, um, I think a new freshman is moving into the apartment complex, and so just it was fun to watch the expression of joy as he's bringing all this new furniture in. It's like. <laughs> That's pretty wonderful. I I appreciate that. College is a fun experience. Indeed. Yeah. It's yeah. Although I don't necessarily actually recommend it. You know. You would not recommend college? I don't think so. Like especially not if you're going to get a degree that's something that you should just go out into the field and learn. Mm. It's kind of one of those things that they try to sell you on, I feel like. Yeah. Like you have to go to college to make a life for yourself but really a lot of technical schools are definitely a viable option we have a we have a pretty good friend we we both know this person Mm -hmm. it sounds like he's not even going to go to college but he might already have like a job set up that will (laughs) pay better like he'll be getting a job and an internship right out of high school so he'll be getting paid for the next four years to learn all the skills to learn a whole bunch of skills whereas we're paying to learn skills yeah. So. Isn't it weird to think about, like, at what point did they decide to monetize the learning process? Like, hmm, uh, maybe I can. 
I, I think learn monetizing the learning process has kind of always been a thing. Really? Like it, or I think it used to be in old old times. Parents would teach their kids what they know, and that would mainly consist of like for most people, it would consist of this is how we plow fields, this is how we raise cows, this is how mm-hmm. we harvest crops, right? Because that's what you did for your life. But then as like crop growing and other stuff got easier and easier more people could get like an education if they owned enough stuff or whatever and so like richer kids richer families were able to like pay for people who knew how to read and whatnot to be able to teach them and then for a while it was like i think a lot of people would pay to like um i guess i'm just thinking back to the laura ingle wilder book Mm-hmm. where I think they had, like, one schoolhouse and a teacher would teach everybody in, like, the town or all of the kids in the town. That way, most people could learn how to read and write and stuff. But, like, you had to pay for kids back then to go to that kind of... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I think we've run into a dead end with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, are we going to discuss quarantine? <laughs> no. I guess we can discuss we can discuss something related to it. Um so a lot of people given that we're more in isolation have been developing hobbies. Is there something that you have started to do that you didn't before? Uh No, I've got I've got enough hobbies already. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've just been able to like work on the hobbies that I've had. How about yourself? I've I've been learning and doing rollerblading, which has been fun. That's pretty awesome. I think it's also a pretty cool social activity to do, so I might get involved in the rollerblading club at our college. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so last time we were hanging out, you had this project that you wanted to do of a zip line over a pond. How is uh, that going? <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about that. Actually, I didn't totally forget about it. I have the I have the harness and the rope outside. I did not buy anything to connect to the rope, so that hasn't gone well because I <laughs> haven't done anything with it. Right. I guess I guess that's kind of it for right now. I still would like to do that. That would be a fun thing to do. But that that I like consider like an outdoor idea. As yeah, mm. but. Oh, here's something else I want to do outside, if it's okay. May I? Yeah. Okay, sick. I think I want to do, I think I want to, like, just do a bunch of different tests on the best way to set up hammocks. (laughs) (laughs) And basically just mess around with hammocks, right? That would be pretty cool. I think I have five or six in my room. Five or six hammocks? Yeah. Wow. Wow. They're not technically all mine, but I treat them like they're all mine, <laughs> which I think I need to, mm, I think that's an issue. Yeah, but whatever. I think I'm going to do a YouTube video about it. But yeah. I, I wanted to try something interesting. I want to see how high up you can connect a hammock to a tree. You know how they mm. kind of like make different tiers of hammocks? It'd be kind of wild to see someone like 20 feet off the ground in a hammock. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> 20 feet, yeah. I think I got to like 22-ish feet because I had three or four of my hammocks with me, 
up at this camp and I set them up and just mm. stacked them higher and higher, each one than the, than the last. So, How know. did you do it? With a ladder? No, I just climbed the tree. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wild. like, climbing trees isn't terrible. And if you have a rope, you can kind of do a thing where you, like, wrap, wrap yourself in and, like, lean back away from the tree. Oh, um, yes. A little bit. It's really tough. What's easier to do is if you have a strap, you can toss it over one of the branches and then climb mm-hmm. up the strap because it, it doesn't cut into your hands as much as the ropes do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So so climbing up the tree with the rope, like you make a loop around the tree and around your waist, and then you just keep sliding it up and using that pressure between the tree and you're making pressure with your feet by leaning back against the tree. So then you can kind of swing the rope up and climb? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's kind of wild. I do not recommend trying it without the shoes on. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of painful. But <laughs> I guess that's all that I wanted to say about that. What other projects so, have you been working on outside? Uh, well, I've been trying to cut up some trees. Mm-hmm. But I've broken a chainsaw. <laughs> And, okay, I think I've learned in one sentence that just because something looks simple and I can get it to work a few times doesn't mean that I shouldn't try to learn the actual way to use it. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know if you knew this or not, but when you have a chainsaw, you're only supposed to pull the pull cart starter cord out by, like, a foot or a foot a foot and two inches or so, because if mm-hmm. you do more than that, it will break the spring mechanism or the ch- or the rope the the pull rope mm. I figured that out after I had broken two, <laughs> so you know it's not really been the most fun week in terms of that mm-hmm. yeah uh, well. That's good to know. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So next time that you're outside <laughs> of, outside of the city and you're chainsawing stuff, just you know, go for it. Mm-hmm. Have at it. Remember it. Um, two majors. One that's like specifically about fluids mm-hmm. and like compressible fluids, which is what we call air. So it's a gas, but whatever. <laughs> Aerospace engineers. They're not all rocket scientists, okay? (laughs) Speaking of things turning up, have you have you been able to see anything that's been going on with our uh, like what's what's up with the podcast recently? I haven't. No, I haven't. You do remember I don't have access to that, right? (laughs) I am aware of that, right? I'm aware that you don't... Oh, why don't you have the passwords? Uh, it's fine. I I don't know why. That's a good question. Probably because uh... you own 99% of the <laughs> gear. I contribute my voice and time. Okay. That might be a fair <laughs> assessment. So, looking at the last... Oh, looking at the last three months... We've had 
two different days where we got four plays of different episodes, okay? Wow. So that, I just want to say, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> you want to hear the breakdown by, like, demographics and whatnot? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Okay. So we will do age 9% 0 to 17. Whoa, 9% 0 to 17. That's wild. We have one we... child listening. Yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. 1% 35 to 44. Mm. 5, 5% 28 to 34. Um, 4% 23 to 27. And then can you guess what the percentage is for 18 to 22? I mean, if you were keeping track, you should know. I was not keeping track, but like 80%. Yeah, 78%. So... Mm. That tracks. That follows. I mean, we mainly talk to other people that are 18 to 22. So mm-hmm. where do you think people listen most? I'm going to assume Iowa. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. 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 First, like the listening platforms. Oh, so Spotify know... by far. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What percentage? 90%. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's actually, it's a 73%. Oh, wow. Okay. We get a lot more on Anchor then than I expected. Uh, What do you think is on Anchor? Wait, I'm not even fully aware of how many platforms we're on. Spotify, uh, Anchor. Are we on Apple Music we're on or whatever? Apple. I think we're on like eight different ones. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't, I have no clue then. Okay. So... In the other category, it's 11%. So I think that makes up like the four that aren't um, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Podcast Addict, mm-hmm. which that's pretty epic. Um, but yeah, Apple, Anchor, and Podcast Addict are the other three that are mentioned by name. Okay. What? Do you remember, do you remember where most, where like, where was the, like the farthest place from where we're at that had, that we had a listener at apparently according to the statistics I want to say Hawaii or Australia Oh no. uh well I can't tell if it's Hawaii but it's not Australia Actually it's only places in the what is it called that place over west of <laughs> Asia West. Europe. Europe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only places in Europe or close to Europe. Actually, and one place that's not Europe. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of wild you... to think about. Like, someone in Europe listened to our podcast. In in theory. In theory. Because I, ca- I can't prove any of this stuff. Like, what could actually, you know, what could prove it? If somebody what? went on, if if people from different countries went on to Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast thing, and rated it five stars, <laughs> mentioning they're, like, shouting out their home country or their home area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit you with the five countries, okay? Nice. Um, or the five non-United States countries. Mm-hmm. So there's Poland, Germany, United Kingdom. Oh, it's just United Kingdom. I thought it was United Kingdoms. Maybe it is. Ireland and Canada. Nice. Which of those five do you think has the highest percentage? Germany. Oh, it's Ireland. <sighs> what? Okay. And then Germany brings in second, and then the other three 
are all tied. So that's wild. Ooh. So is this percentage of total listeners or total listens? That's a great question. I have no clue. <laughs> I I they just give me they give me places and percentages and say audience. They don't tell me how they determine the audience. They just say audience. So yeah, I don't know. But that's kind of wild. That is wild. Also, something that I'm really thankful for. They don't post the average amount of time listened, which means that we could technically have somebody listen for like one minute or two yeah. minutes, and it could count as like a full listen, and we just don't know. I'm I'm like really thankful that they don't post what that is. Yeah. I guess that's everything about that. Oh, hey, 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 perfect time. <laughs> perfect time. And... By the way, we've been using Anchor. Okay, we're back. So a while ago, you had come up with this idea that we should be adding more people, interview or like going around interviewing people. Interviewing, right? Yes. So I've been thinking of a few different names. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first, we could have interview ISU. Right. Because you know, I I. I I Kevin. Um, do we want to make this a podcast thing? Well, uh, we're, let's just talk with names, okay? Have you come up with any ideas for names? Because I've also got University of Interviews, so then it's U of I, right? <laughs> and and then we can do we can we can steal that whole that whole other college's thing and just be like, hey, we are now your college. <laughs> Look at me. I am the I am the college now. Right. Mhm. We could do that. Um, but yeah. I like I like the interview ISU one personally. Okay. But do you have any ideas for it? I haven't thought of any at the moment, no. Okay, cool. I'm still opposed to it, right? I'm <laughs> I'm still not a big fan of it cuz it sounds like a lot of effort and work and whatnot and then we It does. Like uh we'd have to like set up some sort of time, like every Thursday at um, eight in the morning or whatever, we'd have like a everything set up to interview people. Mm-hmm. How would it even work? Would we both be there? Would we both be interviewing people? We could be. Also, I don't know. how would we? So. I... <laughs> The more I think about it, the more I see the inconveniences of time and just the effort in scheduling even three people to be together at the same time. Yeah. Given that you have a YouTube channel, it might be adequate to start something similar for interviewing people. Hmm. What do you mean, interviewing, like... We could do video interviews with people uh, around campus, okay. or we we could just do like a radio slash podcast type thing with a mic that we walk around with. That would be interesting. Yeah, we could go to that zone in front of the library mm-hmm. and just like. Hmm. <laughs> But do we want to interview how how would we choose people to interview? Also, how would we like 
Yeah. We would, we would have, so I've been thinking about, Ben was wanting to do a podcast for some reason. Really? He probably wasn't very serious about it, but anyway, his idea was to do a podcast on taboo topics from a Christian perspective. <laughs> ah. Um, okay. So kind of along that line. It might be interesting to ask people controversial questions and instead of try to debate them on it, just see what they think. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, you have kind of already brought up that idea. And that would be like the point of trying to like just interview people, just mm -hmm. interview anyone and everyone just to hear what they have to say. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, yeah, you might ask what the point of something like that would be. And I think it would be similar to what this podcast is currently for. I mean, we talked about it last episode or two episodes ago where we were like, yeah, the podcast isn't really about the listeners anymore. It's kind of the same thing with interviewing people. It's more about like growing our own perspective. Hmm. So it's about we're not really like giving anyone a platform, which also to give someone a platform would mean that like we would actually have listeners mm -hmm. or like a following as it were which it's not really what it is but it would be like we're trying to learn what someone else is trying to say mm -hmm. trying to understand we're seeking first to understand as it were yeah okay ow that was loud Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, summer plans. What are yours? Um, well, confirmed summer plans. I'm working 40 hours a week, most likely. Okay. Um, I will probably be playing tennis weekly with some of the older lighthouse people. And probably will be involved with the band at church. Other than that, I'm not really sure. That sounds pretty epic. Sounds like you've got mostly a full week. Mm -hmm. How about yourself? Um, I think I've... Oh, actually, this last week, I've accepted a job working at a camp where I'll be running the lights and like the sound systems and everything. So that'll be pretty epic. Very nice. Um, and it looks like it might be uh, a little more than, or, I mean, it's going to be a camp. So it's like, the, it's kind of like there's eight or nine hours of working time during the day, but it's the kind of camp where you stay there and you live on campus, on the camp on the campground. So it's not really like you're ever done with your job while yeah. the camp is running for the summer. But yeah, that's going to be wild. That's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be a time to learn because part of my job description will be taking photos. <laughs> That'll be and fun. I, I, don't, I don't know how to take photos yet, but I need to learn. Yes. Yes. So, hopefully, I guess it would be cool if I could learn how to take photos, 
because that sounds like a skill that you can take into later on in life and mm-hmm. it'll it'll be like beneficial and useful for just kind of the future but yeah i would agree it's really cool yeah. i wasn't even aware that the camp was functioning this summer i guess some camps are opening back up or planning yeah. to continue i mean they're hoping to continue and they're just going to kind of take it week by week mm-hmm. based on how everything looks in those different weeks, you know? But yeah. That's nice. Also, Iowa is a lot more like, hey, let's just, let's, let's, let's get moving. <laughs> Instead of like, hey, let's just wait around forever. Mm-hmm. Iowa seems to have taken a stance of like, let's start moving forward. Which I think is kind of neat and maybe maybe helpful because if if technically if everything was shut down you know then nobody in the world would get any corn and that'd be a bummer <laughs> yeah. really makes us all sad I can't wait to have sweet corn that's something I oh, miss yeah. you miss oh yeah. yeah I haven't had it probably in like five years Oh, wow. Damn, that's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So Colombia doesn't have any sweet corn then? They do have corn, but it's not really that great. It's not oh, Iowa sweet corn. Wow, that's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Do they do they call it maize or something crazy? They, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's funny because in Spanish, maize means corn, right? <laughs> It is, yes. Back me up here. Woohoo! I believe yes. that word's used in English, too, in some cases. Yeah. Maze. Oh, man. I don't. What would. I don't know why there's the distinction. I wonder if maize was, like, for uncultivated corn. Mm. Maybe animal feed type corn? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. But I think that's what a majority of corn is anyway, is like stuff that we feed to animals or stuff that we turn into corn syrup. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now oh, that's kind of wild. Corn syrup tastes, corn syrup, corn syrup's strange. <laughs> because sometimes I think to myself, oh man, this tastes good. And other times I think to myself, oh man, I want to throw up. Have you had those experiences? I don't think I've ever had straight corn syrup. Well, sorry, not straight up corn syrup, but like stuff that has high contents of corn syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Have I you... agree. Why do you think that is? Because sweet things become very... There's a word for it in Spanish, empalagado, which basically means that you get really sick of it. It's It's a strong sense that just is overwhelming in some cases oh how do you say that empalagalo 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 and it's just kind of like an overabundance of sweetness or mm-hmm. like goodness hmm wow yeah just sweetness mm-hmm Hmm. Have I've you ever definitely... had days 
Yeah. I've definitely had that where I get a bag of candy from a birthday party and the first few bites are great. And then by like the fifth or sixth candy, it just makes me want to throw up just by looking at it. Why is that happening? That's so strange. I remember when I was younger, I could eat all of the bag of candy and just be like, yeah, let's keep running. But now, (laughs) now that I've started doing stuff like eating apples and bananas as snacks instead of granola bars with chocolate coverings, it seems like it's harder to eat the candies. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you know? I, I, no, I do not. It's a good uh, question, though. That's a bummer. But yeah, speaking of foods, have you eaten any fun foods as of late? Not really. Uh, the weirdest thing I've eaten recently was alligator. And it was pretty good. When did you when did you get alligator? A few months back, my grandpa made chili with alligator meat instead of beef. <laughs> it's a very sweet like fish. It's like a combination between fish and chicken. Wow. That's kind of How did he get al Is it okay if I ask how he got alligator? Is that fine? <laughs> yeah, it's legal. You can buy it at most stores, I think, like Walmart, Hy-Vee. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's kind of wild. It's kind of expensive, though. I think it's like $16 a pound. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what I'd be buying. I would, I'm going to stick to chicken because, you know, it's cheap. I was going to ask, do you have chicken in the stores around you? Because I have not found chicken for the last three weeks. Yeah, I've got chicken. There's chicken and stuff, like cold-cut chickens and whatnot. Oh. Like, what What kind of chicken are you talking about? I was, like, chicken breast. Uh, yeah, there's there's chicken breasts. Which, I mean, in Des Moines, so, you know, the big city of Iowa, the city of Iowa, there's not really anything else that qualifies. Have you ever gone to Walmart and bought one of those full chickens? Like full roasted chickens and just no. eating it all by yourself? No. no. Wow, you're not a you're not a man. I'm told. Did you finally um, until you've done that? You finally did that. So I have not. Oh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it is awkward. <laughs> I had tried to during over Christmas break because I thought to myself, ah, I'm really hungry, and. All they have at that house right now for food is cookies because we were staying at the house that didn't have all the like Christmas dinner stuff, so I couldn't sneak any of that um, right. So I drove, I drove or ran over to Walmart, and they didn't have any chickens left. And then like a week ago or so, I was walking through a Walmart, and I saw a chicken, and I was like, man, I could buy that. But... I'm about to go meet up with people, and it would be awkward to be eating this chicken while, like, talking with them. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing on my bucket list right now. Oh, speaking of, do you have any bucket list things or, like, things you want to get done before you die? Have we already talked about this? I don't know. I don't, I don't, maybe we have. I feel like we have, but I want to go scuba diving. Mm. I've gone snorkeling, but never scuba diving. You know, there's a 
in in uh Waukee, Iowa, there's a YMCA that does classes to certify you. I don't know if they're doing it right now, but you could look into doing that. Are if, you uh, aware how much it costs? I am not, but that sounds like an awesome thing to be able to do. I have an uncle who does who has his scuba certification and it's been helpful for him because he works at a camp where they have a pool and a lot of pools have this like splash tank or like this 30 foot deep tank of water that has a bunch of different like pipes and whatnot connecting to it. That way they can like pump water to the pool Mm. or something and like, or they can fill that tank up and then like put mix the right chemicals in it and then add that to the pool so that way they don't just add a bunch of like gray water or whatever hard water to the pool and hurt people but like he it had an issue and he was able to put on his scuba stuff and dive down and fix it that's Um, pretty cool but yeah so it sounds like it could be useful Mm -hmm. also you could go diving in ponds and lakes and just like look around for stuff so it would be epic oh i wonder how much time it would i wonder if it's the kind of thing that would uh do you have your computer in front of you i do yeah yeah of course you do sorry obviously um (laughs) would you google search how long it takes to become scuba certified also wait before you type in any of that what does the word scuba mean scuba i have no clue okay well, that's good, because it's a trick question. Scuba isn't a word, it's an acronym. Oh. I Okay, this is new. Um, well, <laughs> actually, tech, technically it might be a word. Maybe we've turned like the, wor- the acronym into a word, so that then we can say stuff mm-hmm. like scuba gear. But like, scuba, S-C-U-B-A, is an acronym for self-contained underwater breathing apparatus, I think. So it mainly refers to like your mouthpiece mm-hmm. and the oxygen or the oxygen air mixture that you get. But yeah, technically not a word or not just a word. Does did Google give you a direct easy answer? No. Well, there's a long article, but it's got some interesting facts. To get the certification, you should be able to swim 200 yards and tread water. For 10 minutes, you have to be at least 15 years of age. Currently, the online course costs $190. Hmm. You will have to complete four or five open water dives, which I assume you could probably do that in a week or two. Yeah. But they might also spread it like... Uh, could you look up Waki YMCA How do you spell scuba? Waki? Like, see if they have. Uh, W A U K E E. Cause I'm kind of thinking it would be neat to try and get scuba certified. Searching Google did not provide any immediate results. Oh wait, aquatics. Ah, that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Maybe. Oh, now hiring lifeguards and swim instructors. Doesn't look like they provide... Oh, Scuba Lessons. Yes, Scuba Lessons 2020. Uh, the co- this classes are on Sundays from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. 
and the cost is six dollars or six never mind six hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah six hundred dollars makes a lot more sense than six uh, if you want to take an hour-long oh, wow. introduction to scuba diving with basic skills you can pay fifty dollars so I guess the important question now is, can you swim 200 yards? And can you tread water for 10 minutes? Yes. Are you asking can, can me? Can you do that? Yeah, I'm asking you. Can you do that right here, right now? Yes, I I could do that, yes. Okay, sick. Would you be interested next fall in looking at doing that? Or this fall? This fall. <laughs> Uh, I would be, okay, yes, I would be interested, but I would have to find someone to sponsor it because I would probably be, not be willing to pay that much money for a lesson. If there's a way to get it for cheaper, yes, definitely. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Well, I suppose I will put that mm -hmm. idea on the bookshelf. It's kind of like the thing when we went to the club fest and we went to the skydiving club and realized that each jump costs over a hundred dollars it's like yeah this is <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's the kind of thing that it's like that could be fun if i happen to be rich <laughs> <laughs> the good news is that once you've received your card you're certified for life ah that's pretty cool do you have any books that you're going to be reading this summer yeah um well, I've actually read a couple of books already. I've read Risk is Right by John Piper. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am currently reading Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, or finishing it, because I had partially read had read some of it before. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not completely sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> so I've been thinking for a while that Re reading a lot of books most books aren't actually going to provide you with like groundbreaking new mm -mm. information like there's a few textbooks that might like provide you with a little bit of more information and like how do you actually apply knowledge that you might have from doing physics and calculus and stuff like how do you apply that kind of stuff and like once you start delving into those subjects more and more, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I I literally like know nothing about this. Mm -hmm. I need to learn so much more." But for the basics, like of just living out life, there's not an awful lot that books mm -hmm. have to teach you. But the reason that people read books, like in specific, why we might read books by like Piper and Lewis is more so that then there's there's another way to meditate on what's important. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We might know the idea, but it's good to think about it again or maybe have it phrased in a different way that could be helpful. Yeah, and also hearing from people who are older and like have lived through more of life and just been able to experience more stuff, they're able to like talk to things in a way that like we can only understand by like listening to someone else speak about them because we just haven't gone through all areas of life, right? Mm -hmm. I guess I guess that was my thought, my theory, my idea about it. 
and why I've kind of been averse to reading books is kind of because I had this notion that it was like books are trying to teach you something. I'm shifting my mindset to be books aren't always trying to teach you something. More rather, books are trying to get you to think more about something. Even if you already know like what you need to know, need to being subjective, I guess, in this case. So mm-hmm. even if you like know most about what you want to know, it's good to hear someone else's thoughts on it to like actively process about how you agree or how you like are like, oh, I didn't think about it that way before. Which is, I guess, I guess that kind of gets hits at this idea of the value of agreeing with people mm-hmm. and vocalizing your agreement. Um, mm-hmm. Because, oh, here, I'm going to toss you a question. Um, who, what are the two types of people you're going to have the most intense arguments with? Like, if if you're saying, like, man, Star Wars is the best because of Luke, what two types of people are you going to have the most arguments with? People who disagree with me. Yeah. And? And people who agree with me a lot, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have the most intense and the longest arguments with people who disagree with you and people who agree with you on everything but, like, a small detail. Like, if you say, man, Luke was the greatest part of the Star Wars series because he had his green lightsaber, and they're like, no, he was the greatest part of the Star Wars series because of his blonde hair, which obviously neither of those play (laughs) a big factor into it. But, like... That kind of person you'll have the biggest disagreement with. But if someone else mm. says, no, 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 Luke was the worst part of the Star Wars movie, then they totally disagree with you in that aspect, right? And so you'll have the biggest arguments with the people who totally disagree with you and the people who agree with you except for one minute detail. That's a good point. It's like almost it's like almost 8. Oh, it's almost 10.30. <laughs> and I feel like really tired. I, I also why. feel tired. But I guess do you have anything else? Do we have anything else we have to talk about? Not really. I don't have much else to talk about. Yeah. Um, 